All right, let's bring on our next guest. She's Melanie Patterson, founder and managing director of Team Integrity Knowledge Center. Welcome back, Melanie, for the second time on the Cyberly Show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me for a second time. This is amazing. Good to see you again. Absolutely. I mean, you're one of my favorite people because you just elude just positivity and happiness and just all of the cool stuff that you have going on in your life. And the last time we were on the show, or last time you were on the show, I listed out almost like a, a CVS receipt long of your resume and all of the things you've accomplished. You're a nurse, you're, all, you're a business owner, you know, like four or five times owner. Um, so for folks who don't know, can you break down, you know, sort of your career history and who Melanie is as a person? Sure, absolutely. So born and raised here in Chicago, I uh, started out with business administration as my first uh, undergraduate degree, but God had other plans. And so I shifted over into medicine and I obtained a master's degree and I practiced as a practitioner for about seven years in ER trauma. And uh, I was dealing with burnout. I was dealing with burnout. I uh, was working at the bedside, but simultaneously always had my hands into entrepreneurship. And I said, you know what? What would it really look like to jump into entrepreneurship full time? And so I pivot and navigated into uh, freight logistics and transportation. And here we are. That's awesome. So, so one of your your I think the biggest success stories of uh, for you is is your Team Integrity Knowledge Center. It's basically a a knowledge based platform for the trucking industry. And 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 what I love about you is that you're you're knowledge first. You put that information out into the world first without really expecting you know anything in return. And I, I think a lot of businesses and leaders are scared to share that knowledge. But you're really forthcoming about what you've learned in this industry. When did you decide that you and, and Team Integrity were going to be a knowledge-first solution? Yeah, yeah. So let's backtrack just a little bit. So with Integrity Transit Co., uh, we're an asset-based carrier here in the Midwest. I said, there's no way that I can uh, leave medicine, enter into entrepreneurship, procure these units and run them off of the load board, essentially. So I got mentorship and I started to do the research. With that, I was introduced to government contracting. So Integrity Transit Co. is a certified minority woman-owned transportation company, and the government is one of our customers. Not only that, they've really been pivotal in us sustaining in this current volatile market right now. And so I said, there's no way that I can achieve this level of success and not reach back to my community. And so I started to document my processes on how that I achieved these, these accomplishments within government contracting. And that was the beginning, the inception of Team Integrity Knowledge Center. And I wanted to lead with education first because that's pivotal in government contracting. We need to lay down the foundation and understand what this looks like specific to freight logistics and it's a, as it's a very niche-specific category. Uh, category within the paradigm of government contracting. And that was one uh, thing from, from, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, that's one thing that I didn't really know. I, I, I knew about government contracting, but I didn't know that it applied to freight and logistics in the, in the trucking industry. 
I, I, I'm assuming that maybe other people don't know that as well. So can you kind of give us an overview of what government contracting looks like in freight? Yeah. So once again, government contracting is a is a paradigm. They purchase anything from office supplies uh, to tra- hauling, transportation services, right? And so it's very niche specific within freight logistics. And so what does that look like, right? So we have different department agencies that purchases transportation, hauling, courier, warehousing, logistics, dispatching services, brokerage services within uh, the global supply chain. And so we have some uh, government agencies such as like the Department of Defense, Department of Agriculture, which are one of our top customers. And they are basically the world's top purchaser. So how can we not combine global supply chain and that whole ecosystem with the world's largest purchaser? And so here we have freight logistics within government contracting. Now, this might sound like a dumb question, but how is it is, I guess, contracting with the government? How is that different than just regular, quote unquote, regular freight shipments? Is there any difference or is just the government just, you know, a really big customer? Um, yeah, it is quite different. Um, just to what you alluded to, it's the government. And so they are the world's largest customer. They have um, a funding available to them than more than just a private entity. Um, and then the process and procedure of answering RFPs are similar, but very different within the government contracting realm. Um, and so the government provides you with a great deal of stability. So let's talk about government contracting. So on average, the government spends about $500 billion um, in procuring of uh, products and services. In 2021, due to COVID-19, they spent almost $7 trillion, right? So this is very different from a private entity who's offering uh, contracted work. And so, yeah, that's going to look really, really different for you as a carrier uh, doing business with the government. So do you, I, I guess you almost have to make sure that you are, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's in order to do business with the government. But it's, it's, it sounds like it's very lucrative and a, a missed opportunity maybe for a lot of companies out there. What should, I guess, a, a, maybe is it newer companies that are hitting the market? Maybe is it smaller carriers? Who is doing the most business with the government, if you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, of course, a large uh, component of our mega carriers are the ones who's um, absorbing these larger $20 million contracts. Uh, But I don't want that to deter any of our our smaller uh, fleet owners, such as myself, right? And according to the government, when we say small business, that's $30 or less, 250 employees or less. And so for me, that's not that small, right? Right. And so, (laughs) yeah, right? Um, And 23% of uh, federal funding is mandated to be spent with small business owners. And so, yeah, a lot of these larger mega carriers are getting these grand uh, contracts. But I ask of you, what's wrong with the low-hanging fruit on the state and local level as well? 
Also, another thing that we need to entertain is subcontracting opportunities. We don't always have to lead as a prime within government contract. Subcontracting is also a very rewarding opportunity. Um, And then such as myself, let me speak from a place of of example. I am a small business owner, um, but the last contract that we were just awarded on the state level was a seven-figure contract, 2.5 million to be exact. Wow. Um, And so that's not that small if you're looking at it from a uh, solopreneur, a small business owner perspective. That's really going to give you a great foundation to build off of in a very, very temperature sensitive market right now. As we know, there's a ton of talk of us possibly entering into a recession. If not, we are already in one. And so the government provides you with that stability as a small business owner. Um, Once again, as I just uh, spoke to, um, during the pandemic, they spent historical numbers and um, small business owners were able to benefit from that. The government doesn't really suffer from a pandemic, a recession or bankruptcy um, for that matter. That's fascinating. I, I wouldn't have even thought that, you know, that the idea that a small business is is making, you know, a, less than 100 employees or whatever the number that you just said, less than 30 million in revenue, that's considered a small business to the government is fascinating. So if I'm if I'm a fleet owner and I want to get started with with learning how to do government contracting, connecting it back to, to team integrity, what kind of information are, are you giving to folks to to, I guess, close that educational gap if they want to do business with the government? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. There is an educational gap. And so being that I do have a little bit of uh, scholarly background behind me, I did do some market research to determine what is that gap. And so with that, we developed Trucking Meets GovCon Mentorship. Entering into uh, government contracting is not going to be easy, but it will be rewarding. The return on investment is there, right? We just need to set the foundation and really do some handholding. So with this mentorship, once again, we do real handholding. We understand what your company's niche is. What are the services that you offer? We kind of go into the back office of your company so we can start to establish um, the structure and the infrastructure of your business to get ready to do business with the government. Uh, we, we teach you what is an RFP, what is an RFQ, what is an RFI, what is a sole source, how to leverage your set-asides and certification opportunities. Um, the different sectors, right? So we have the federal level, the state level, the local level, and uh, the, the city level, right? Um, and so we kind of walk you through that process along with just a ton of tools and resources. Um, Sam.gov registration customized award-winning capability statement, which um, Blythe is our lead magnet. It's our marketing tool um, within the government REM. Um, That's how we kind of market ourselves to the government and let them know, you know, what our core competencies are, what our differentiators are. Um, uh, Also give a glimpse into what our past performance is. And so we kind of groom them and mold them to get ready to uh, get awarded these large six and seven figure contracts as a small business owner. 
I love that. I think more more small businesses should be made aware of, of of all of the opportunities that exist with working with the government, not working for them technically, but working with them in order to really they're they're an endless supply of customers if you if you do it right, especially from the government standpoint. All right, Melanie, where can folks follow more of your work? You have a great social media presence, so let folks know where where they can get more information on Team Integrity, your profiles, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, um, as an individual, Melanie Melanie Patterson on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and then Team Integrity Knowledge Center on all social media platforms as well. So that's your Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn. And then if you want to contact us directly, www.teamintegrityknowledgecenter.com. And then we do have a um, contact line of 312-766. 767-4848. Um, and so we will be more than willing to kind of get a, a good assessment on where you're at in business and kind of take it from there. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Melanie, for for shining a light on this, you know, really great opportunity, I think, for a lot of small carriers Absolutely. out there. So appreciate your time and your insights. Absolutely. All valuable stuff. Go follow her on social media, y'all. Thank you so much, Blythe. Good to see you again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. The website also includes some links to our social media accounts along with my products and services in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blythe Bremley and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.